0: You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Faith will always be tested, but we should continue to seek God and choose to obey Him, no matter what our circumstances may be. No more of this truth in week seven of our series, Unwavering. You know, it's been how many weeks already and we're talking about Abraham still. How many of you appreciate our series called Unwavering? We've been hearing about Abraham and his journey. And it's a long journey. Sobrang baba. yung series, first sobrang saya. Because Abraham went through a lot. It can't be preached in just one service, it can't be preached with just a few Sundays. I was going to say Friday. Sundays. It's a lot to talk about because Abraham went through a lot. From the moment he started and he heard the promises of God to the long wait of finding out how he's going to have a son when they're so old, them and Sarah, to trying to compromise and make their own son, not waiting for the promise. And even somewhere in the middle, going to another land, not where the land where God told them to go, but still now we're here finally in this part of Abraham's life where God fulfills his promise. Abraham finally has Isaac, his son. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The long wait of Abraham and how Abraham responds now that he receives the promise. You know, interestingly enough, Abraham waited for so long, went through a lot. But our generation today... Ako dun, sa millennials. We don't like waiting. <laughs> we want things instantaneously. We want things fast. We want things comfortable and convenient. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands, but how many of you here do online shopping? Maranga online grocery, are pa paying bills online. But it's, everything's convenient. We don't want to leave the house. We don't want long lines. We don't want to wait for a taxi. We will book a grab. <laughs> we just we want everything fast, and it's not just that way when it comes to our particular things. We're that way with our life. I have so many friends, and I see posts online on Facebook. Na pressure kami. Na dapat before thirty may magawa kami sa buhay namin. Grabe. Ilang years na lang yun. Hanibang nagawako sa buhay ko. Grabe na na pressure. How millennials think. Just because Mark Zuckerberg did it at age 30 doesn't mean every other person needs to accomplish that big a goal in such a short time. But that's how we think. And we get depressed. We get affected. We get so down when we don't achieve those goals. We start comparing. Mark Zuckerberg did it because he's Mark Zuckerberg. We're not that smart. I mean, not everyone's that smart. I'm not. But why do we pressure ourselves that way? That's how we think now. But when we look at the life of Abraham, he was aged 100 when he got the promise when he got successful maybe our definition of when we're supposed to be successful or when we're supposed to receive the promise is always based on our own timeline and we're gonna see how Abraham responds when he finally gets that promise after the very very long wait so we're going to read from Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 to 2. I'm sorry, this is 22. Genesis chapter 22 verse 1 to 2. It says that here, after these things, so ang dami nang nangyari from chapter 12 to 22, after these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, "Abraham." And he said, "Here I am." He said, Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains which I tell you. I want to look at this first part. It says here, After these things, God tested Abraham. He received na yung promise. Sa dami-dami pinagdaanan. Finally, he has his son, Isaac, who from his offspring will be the father of many nations. Finally. And yet, after all these things, God tested Abraham. You know, when God tests us, it reveals what's really in our heart. It reveals our character. When challenges come, dun lumalabas kung ano, nasa, ano talaga yung nasa puso natin. At dun ni God. God tested Abraham. It doesn't say why, but he did. And we're gonna see how Abraham responded. You know, the word test here, in the Greek word, it means nasa. And it means two things. God tests Or proves. So God tested or proved Abraham for what? What is God trying to prove? What does God want to see? Maybe when God tests us also, he's trying to prove something to us. Not just to test us. Maybe the test isn't about us, but about God. What kind of test was this for God to ask Him to give His Son? Maybe it was a test of who does Abraham worship. Ang tagal lang hinintay pinagdaanan. All that challenges, trials, journey. If hindi mo man lang ma enjoy yung promise na yun na hinintay mo ng katagal-tagal. Who would you worship at that time when you finally get what you're waiting for? Is it the promise or is it God so many things we could think of why did God test Abraham? What was God trying to prove in the next verse? It says here verse 3 He received that command To test and sacrifice his son Abraham and it says here verse 3 so Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the, wound, the wood for a burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. The next verse, I don't know how the author wrote this, but can nyo ba 'yon? It's like he's not affected that God would ask him to offer up his one and only son. The next day he rose early and went to the mountain. ganon going on? Wait. I wonder what Abraham was thinking of. To trust God that way. Maybe. So dami-dami ng pinagdaanan ni Abraham. Maybe Abraham was able to respond this way precisely because of all that he has gone through. Magdududa pa ba siya? God has always been faithful. Would he doubt now? You know, I'm trying to imagine my own dad. (laughs) I would be questioning are you sure you heard right from God? Sure ka ba na nakarinig ka talaga kay God? Sinabi ni God yun, na ako isa sacrifice mo? Are you <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Medyo na-imagine ko siya. Para totoo ba? Would you sacrifice me if I was Isaac in his shoes? Abraham was already preparing the wood. And God told him that and he just goes on. It says here, on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place from afar. Then Abraham said to this young man, Stay here with the donkey. I and this boy will go over there and worship and come to you. Guys, three days after, if I was Abraham, It took me three long days of having to imagine sacrificing my one and only son. I can only imagine the torture. I'm not yet a parent, but... Three long days of having to imagine. Would God really ask his one and only son from him? Maybe for some of us there's something we're holding on to. Something God is asking from us. And it's taking us maybe three long days, a few months, years, till we're struggling with the thought that God is going to take it away. Even though we don't know why. Even though that promise was for our benefit. Even though that promise was for our good. For the offsprings and the nations and all that. But Abraham was so sure. You know how I know that? It says here I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. Kagets bani Abraham? na dapat papatayin niya yung anak niya, di ba? Bakit niya sinagot sa two young men na babalik sila? Nakikita niya yung verse? What is Abraham thinking? dina niya nat na kinikuha ni God yung one and only son niya at kailangan niya patayin at i-sacrifice. Bakit niya sinagot yung two young men na babalik sila? Wow! What is Abraham thinking? Is it Abraham thinking... That maybe, just maybe, God would still make a way like he has always had before. Wow. Maybe God was proving something about God, not just about Abraham. And we're going to see. Verse 6. And Abraham. Took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac. And he took in his hand the fire and the knife. So they went both of them together. And Isaac said to his father Abraham, My father! And he said, Here I am, my son. He said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Nasan yung i'o offer natin, dad. De ba tayo lang yung sumama sa taas. Anong io offer natin. Abraham said, this is how Abraham replies. Look at this. God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they w- went both of them together. Here's the thing that I observe Did Abraham really believe that his son would be sacrificed? Or did he trust that God would still make a way? It says here, Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. In the midst of testing, what will you believe? How your situation looks like? Or on who God is? Wala na, pinipare na niya yung wood at yung fire. Even when the situation looks so impossible, what will you believe? The situation? Or will you believe that God will provide? Sometimes we're focused on what our situation looks like. That we forget who God is in the midst of that testing. In the midst of that trial. And this is what I want to point out. Sometimes we let our situation dictate where our faith is. That's the sad reality. When Abraham said that the Lord provides, that was the first time ever mentioned in the Bible that God was called Jehovah Jireh. Have you heard of that? Or the saying, the Lord will provide. That was first mentioned not in the context of just money. That was mentioned in the context of a sacrifice, of an offering, of a worship unto God, of choosing God over situation. That was, that's, that was the first time it was mentioned, the Lord will provide. Do we trust in who God is, that he will provide, and that he will make a way, even though we're already preparing the wood and the fire, and we're up, up there in the mountain? Situation tells us differently. Verse 9, it says here, When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there, laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Pinahiganan niya si Isaac. Naniniwala pa rin si Isaac na hindi siya papatayin, ah. Pero ni- pinalatag niya si, si, I- si Isaac. Abraham told Isaac and bound him on that wooden altar. Grabe. Pero in faith ni Abraham, God, you're gonna make a way. You will provide. I can't imagine what Abraham was thinking. How can you say God will make a way and yet obey when he tells you to sacrifice the one thing he already promised and gave you? How? How can Abraham do it? Verse 10, Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. Do we obey to the, up to the point of this? Or do we make our own way when it looks like it's too impossible? Because Abraham, I mentioned some verses a while ago that even though he's obeying and giving up his son Isaac, he still believed God would make a way and he still believed he will provide. To the point of him holding the knife already. Hindi niya maintindihan but here 's the point, maybe we don 't need an explanation, but what we need is a revelation of who God is, that the Lord will provide to the point of holding that knife, his son lying on that altar. The Lord will make a way. the Lord will provide that is his faith. who <laughs> anyway <laughs> So what happens next? Verse 11 to 12. The angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. He said, do not lay your uh, your hand on the boy or do anything for him. For now I know that you fear God seeing you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Abraham was so obedient, so trusting, so faithful, not because his situation allowed him to believe that, but because he knew God would provide. When I was studying this chapter again, I was like, oh my gosh, Alam pala ni Abraham na hindi yun ni Lord. All this time. You know why he was trusting on who God is? He is faithful till the end. He is a promise keeper. And he makes a way even when situations tell us otherwise. For Abraham, The fear of the Lord Was greater than the promise See this was a test We started with a test Can we flash that quote? It was a test of What was more important Receiving that promise After the long journey and wait Or was it knowing who God is In another way we don't see Abraham questioning God. We never see that in the verses. Hindi siya nagtaka, hindi siya nagreklamo. He didn't even ask for an explanation. That's not how we are, <laughs> Lord. Bakit? Dami natin ganong episodes, But I think maybe that was what God was trying to test or prove maybe it wasn't an explanation it was a revelation the Lord provides let's continue (laughs) verse 13 I'm sorry next verse and Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and behold behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. Are we flashing verse 13, 14? It says here, the Lord will provide. What does it mean to provide? When God says, I will provide, he means I see where you are. I see your situation. I perceive it. I understand. I will make a way. When you say Jehovah Jireh, when you say the Lord will provide, God is saying, I see where you are, what you're going through, all the battles you're facing. I see that. My son, my daughter, I see that. I perceive it, I understand it, and I will provide, says the Lord. I believe most of us need to hear that right now. This is not just monetary or financial. This is in every aspect. God will provide. He will make a way. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord provides. yon, Abraham knew, even through the testing. You know how I know he knows? You know how I know that he knows that God would be faithful to his promise? Let's jump to Hebrews 11, verse 17 to 19. If you're familiar with Hebrews chapter 11, it's the hall of faith where people in the Bible were commended for their faith. And this was the description of Abraham. Can we flash that verse? It says here, verse 19, By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promise was in the act of offering up his only son. Verse 18. Of whom it was said, through Isaac shall your offspring be named. And get this, verse 19. He considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead, from which, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. Here's what I think. Abraham believed that even if he had to kill Isaac, God would raise him from the dead. That was Abraham's faith. Why? My promise, the Lord, eh? Diba nga, siya yung tatay ng mga nations. Through his offspring, he will be a father of nations. Wow! What's our promise? Do we believe? Kahit sobrang walang walana, na, bubuhayin pa rin ni Lord? kanun ba faith natin? Anong pinanghahawakan natin? What is the promise God gave us? And how are we responding to it? He considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead. And he did because the Lord provided. He gave a ram, which they found somewhere in the bushes. At Yun Impinang they nila Wow. The Lord provided. It says here, let's jump to verse 15 to 18. And the the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, Because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you. And I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of the heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. Dami and your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies. Because you have done this, because you have not withheld your only son, I will surely bless you. What is that one thing, maybe not even one, maybe a lot, that God is asking us to surrender? Was it something that you've waited for, for so long? worked hard for, for so long, but you have been worshiping it, not God. Maybe for some of us, the promise looks greater, flashier, bigger than worshiping God. You know, Abraham was able to give that up because he focused on who God is. It's hard to give something up. (laughs) How did Abraham do it? He focused on who God is. That's the only way. That's the only way. I will surely bless you, says the Lord. I believe, I honestly believe that as we continually surrender, as we continually give unto God things that do not honor Him, He will bless us. Verse 18. And in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. Obedience. (laughs) But the obedience of Abraham blessed generations after. Do not ever belittle that act of obedience God is asking you to make. Because it could reach generations and generations. Promises will be passed down, family after family, because of that one act of obedience. Do not ever belittle, shove aside, take for granted the act of obedience that God is calling you to make today. You know... This was the test of Abraham his defining moment and that's why he was in Hebrews chapter 11 that's what he was known for years after that was the story the Israelites were passing down about Abraham this moment of him offering his son Isaac was a defining moment of faith but come on we're not like Abraham (laughs) And we've failed. We've all failed at some point. Maybe we've had tests in our life and we can't say we were like Abraham. Maybe we've failed in our life and it's just too harsh to recount or to remember. Let me tell you this, we have all failed. We have all failed, but God provides. He provides. He sees into our brokenness. He sees our heart, our weaknesses, our wickedness, and he provides. Romans 8, chapter 32. He provided the most important thing we would ever need. He saw our failures. Because we are not like Abraham. (laughs) We are human, flawed beings, wicked beings. He saw, he perceived, he understood, he provided. It says here, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. This is Jesus Christ. How will he not also with him? Graciously give us all things. This is what it means when Abraham said, Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. As we end, maybe we're going through a lot of tests in this life. Challenges. Here's the thing. Abraham shows us to have faith even when there's no explanation, even when we don't know why. And yet Abraham shows us that it's not about the explanation, but it's about the revelation of who God is. And maybe we're going to go through many tests. A test of worship of who do we really worship. A test of love. Who do we really say we love? A test of faith. Who do we put our trust and faith in? So I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. Maybe God wasn't about to just test Abraham with how he responds, but God is about to prove who he is. The Lord will provide. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcast.